Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply that to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. The Conversation is an outreach arm of Reach Innovations, and you can check us out on our website at reachinnovations.com. I was looking through a couple of scriptures in regards to this topic, and in Romans chapter 13, verse 1, it says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. That's Romans. I already highlighted that. That is Romans 13. 1. 1. So that would be the first verse? That would be the first verse, yeah. <laughs> and so reading that scripture, something that the Lord dropped in my spirit that we could kind of just talk about for a little bit is talking on the subject of submission to authority, submitting to your leaders. Mm. A lot of times that can be something that people struggle with because people will maybe have a different vision than their leaders or people just aren't in line or aren't in agreement with their leaders. Or, or, or out of the, um, they're misled out of the goodness of their heart thinking, I need to help my leader or I need to fix my leader mm-hmm. because they don't have revelation in this area so I need to, you know, help or, or guide or whatever or teach my leader. And that's good. It gets a little gray there. I mean, it, it, it's, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's black and white wrong. Yeah. But um, they get it in their minds that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we've always learned, honey, but, you know, vision comes from the top down. Yeah. And so... Well, the Bible says that no leader is put in that place except by God. I mean, God has placed them there. And so that means that he's graced them for that place. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> in order for us, you know, if you're too small, if you're, how's, how's the saying go? If you're too big to follow, you're too small to lead. Mm, yeah. You know, and, and I've always said it this way, that whenever you submit to someone by your own will, that's a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. You're submitting to the God that's in them. Trusting, you know, when I've been submitted to the pastors that I've served under, I've I've submitted to the God in them, mm-hmm. believing that God's leading them and directing them in the right place. And I'll tell you some things that really helped me when I began to have different preferences or I preferred things a certain way. I liked a different color. I liked a different way of operation, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> I heard a teaching by Joyce Meyer where she talked about the difference between principle and preference. And so it really helped me because it, it simplified it. And I'm, I do real well when things get simple, <laughs> you right. know, I don't like complication, you know, I just, Hey, break it down for me. And mm-hmm. this teaching really did where she began to talk about, you know, preference is one thing, you know, your leader has the person that's in, the seed of making the decisions, Mm -hmm. they have the right to choose according to, and sometimes they'll choose according to their preference. They'll choose according to, you know, where they feel God is leading them, but it's always going to have kind of their preference. You know, I prefer blue. I served under one pastor. He liked everything blue. So the walls in our church were blue. The, you know, the, the car that he drove was blue, you know, he (laughs) wore blue suits, you know, and Hey, that's, cool yeah that's you you mm-hmm. know and my preference is not blue on the walls i like blue suits and i like some things blue but mm-hmm. i had different preferences in that and when i heard this teaching 
it really helped me begin to filter, you know, is, is this, is my leader asking me to do something that is contrary to the word of God Mm -hmm. goes against the word of God, because now I've crossed a principle line. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, I don't go there, but is it a preference? If it's a preference issue, then, you know, I, I need to get behind the person. I, I really, I, heard, I went through John Bevere's um, series on Undercover, which talks a lot. I highly recommend it. It really takes you in depth through um, submission to leaders, submission mm-hmm. to the authorities that God has put in place. And right. one of the things I discovered in that series personally was that it's not really submission until I don't agree mm-hmm. with somebody else. Because, again, the leader gets to make that decision. God's put him in that place of making that decision. And not everybody always agrees with the decision that the, that the leader makes. Mm-hmm. But you have an opportunity in that scenario. If you don't agree with it, and let's say it's a preference thing. You don't agree uh, from a pre- preference standpoint. But because God has placed you in that position and I'm serving you, mm-hmm. I'm going to submit to that decision. Mm-hmm. That well, you there's, made. there's that protection there. I mean, think, get the word picture <clears throat> undercover. I always think of an umbrella. And uh, as a wife, I submit to, this, to, the, to the authority and the headship of my husband. And uh, I always tell wives, we get to trust God twice. We get to trust God in our husbands. Right. Or, you know, we get to trust God for us, but Mm -hmm. we also trust the God in our husbands. And for those who are listening who don't have a godly husband, you can pray, but you still need to submit to his headship of the home. Mm -hmm. And that's where the protection is. And and we traveled for the last five years, and so we did a lot of road travel, and we would caravan, and we would navigate. And uh, a few times I would be behind uh, I, I, it was tough, but I had to navigate from the middle or the rear because we would let the bus set the pace because mm-hmm. it, um, the speedometer, I mean, the, the RV, speed on it, yeah. the RV bus, um, it, it, it could go faster and then, you know, go slower up the hills, but mm-hmm. yet they needed to, to have that, that space. So I would navigate from the back and we had the radios and everything. And I remember telling, telling Phil, I will follow you to the ends of the world. Even if you make a wrong turn, I will still follow you, you know, and in the, in the big black puff of smoke, you know, but, um, you know, that's, that's a good point though, because that'll help you lower your expectations in your leaders at times that realizing that they, mm -hmm. they have the capability to make a wrong turn Mm -hmm. and to, and to take the organization somewhere that, you know, maybe, but you're still protected under God's yeah. protection because you're under the because authority you're under God their authority. put on your life. Yeah. yeah. And so it rains <laughs> on them, not on you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. in essence, but it's when you get out from underneath <clears throat> that authority and try to do your own thing in your yeah. own way to make it better or to fix it. We're not called to be fix it. People We're called to pray for our leaders Yeah, and to respect and honor those in authority. It says on down in verse, um, verse seven, at the, uh, the part B of it, give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say give them your opinion. Uh, now, if they ask, I mean, I'm not saying to, you just have to say be a yes person. Yeah. You're yeah. on the team, hopefully, because you, they value your opinion yes. and your contribution. That's good. But, but overall, the final word has to be that leader. And let me tell you something that will open the door to that, to your leader listening to input. 
you know, because so many people come in underneath and they, they want to fix their leader. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help the, I'm going to help so-and-so, you know, with something I can tell they're, you know, they need help in this area. And so they come in and they've got their tool belt on and they just want to fix, fix it with them. And I'm telling you from experience, that's not how you want to approach it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to honor the person that God has put in that position of authority mm-hmm. because God, again, God put them there mm-hmm. or her put them there. So you have to first honor. And then what it does when they see that honor, that you are honoring them in front of other people, you're honoring them in the decisions that they make, you're honoring them as the head mm-hmm. of the organization then all of a sudden now their ear is more open to you to receive an idea and that and they'll may, they'll be more apt to turn to you and say hey what do you think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what because do you they think can trust you i know i know as being head of the organization for me i you know that's something that i, I mean i've read it so many times in john maxwell all the leadership podcasts that i listen to books that i read you know and so i try to turn to my staff often and say hey what do you think about this what if we did this i'm going to make the final decision but mm-hmm. i want to know zach what do you think becca what do you think pastor larry what do you think pastor jd hey let me talk to you you know i want to talk to you about this when tell me what you think michael mm-hmm. you know and others mm-hmm. on our staff what you know, what do you think? Because when I get that feedback, oftentimes it, it, um, registers in me, mm-hmm. uh, a new thought comes through it and it's like, Oh wow. You know, I didn't even think of that. That's a great, and that's when your organization, that's when the organization becomes bigger mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the culture. But I'll tell you this, and I, I heard this and this was so powerful to me. Um, a owner of a business began to talk about um, how he had recently taken over the business. He took it over from his dad. His dad had taken it over from his grandfather. And he talked about different types of leaders because some people, depending on what kind of leader they serve under, will de- will determine whether or not they submit to them. You know? Mm-hmm. And th- I'm telling you, that should not be the deciding factor for you. Yeah. Because your leaders are all going to be different. So he began to talk about and share that, you know, his his grandfather was what he called a monarch leader. He because he had difficulty handing the business to his dad. So he promised him in five years, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to hand the business over to you. It never, never manifested. In fact, he held on to it until he just couldn't do it anymore. And then his dad finally was able to begin to get some traction with the business, you know, in, in new direction and new ideas. Well, he said, well, my father, he said, so there's the monarch leader. He said, there's also a general leader. The general is the one that's like Tarzan swings in on the rope, fixes the problem, but doesn't teach the new person that's, you know, he basically handed it to him, slapped him on the back, you know, gave him the keys and said, man, go get him. Here's what you need to do. Point at mm-hmm. point one, two, three. There you go. Go get them. Yeah. And then the first sign of, of it, you know, beginning to capsize or mm-hmm. have issues, he swings in, saves the day, doesn't teach yeah. the person that's, that's uh-huh. leading it now anything yeah. and swings back out. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then he talked about an ambassador leader and he said, now this was my dad, my grandfather, monarch, my dad, ambassador leader. He said, my dad would come in and and he would show me everything to do he laid it out he systematically passed it off 
to him. And he said, and it was like a year process. And then when his son took it over, of course, he'd worked in the business for you know, all of his career, his mm-hmm. son had. So he knew a lot already, so it didn't take as long. So he, but he said, well, when my dad handed it off to me, he stepped out. Mm-hmm. And he's on the golf course. He's at home doing what he wants to do, you know, traveling with his wife. He said, but here's the great thing about my dad and an ambassador leader. He said, is I can call him and, and he is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you need, son? How can I help you? And well, I had this question, dad, I was thinking about doing this. What, tell me what the pros and cons are to this. He said, and his dad is there. He said, but then the fourth type of leader is the absentee. He's the one that throws you the keys and pats you on the back and says, yeah, I hope you make it and, and throws you out there. So out of these four, are you going to, are you going to decide, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm willing to submit to the ambassador leader. Well, of course you are. <laughs> it's easy to agree with the ambassador leader. That's mm-hmm. the nice leader. Right, <laughs> you know? right. But are you going to submit to the monarch leader, to the general leader, mm-hmm. and to the absentee leader? If God has put them there mm-hmm. and he has called you there, okay, this is another side that, yeah. that some people stay in places, and I don't mean to mon- monopolize this whole thing here, no, but mm-hmm. but the but this, but while I'm at it, I might as yeah, well go for it. get in go these nuggets. But <laughs> yeah, you're on a roll. You're on a roll. <laughs> but you know, I, I've as much as we traveled. You know, when we traveled in ministry with the 99, we traveled for five years with them, and we met ministry after ministry after ministry. We were in hundreds of churches all across America. Got to witness their system and how they operated, and got to witness their uh, their services. And and I remember this one uh, music minister that came to me and. He was having difficulty serving his leader, submitting to what his leader wanted was the issue. Mm-hmm. And, and so he just said, you know, I just, man, I, you know, I'm just struggling in it. And he said, what do I do, Phil? I said, well, let me, let me share something with you. I said, you have one question that you need to answer. Did God call you here? Did he open the door? for you to come here and ask you to come and serve this man. I said, and he just looked at me with a blank stare. And I said, because once you answer that question for this season, it doesn't mean it's forever. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but once you answer that question, that settles it. Whether he's a monarch, a general, an ambassador, an absentee, it doesn't matter. God, brought me here and is there going to be frustration yes but you have the opportunity that god wants to do something in you to prepare you for the next thing that god has for you Mm -hmm. but sadly many guys never allow that preparation process to happen inside of them because they are unwilling to submit to certain types of leaders well that just reminds me of the book that, that, that that we just went through um the key to everything being teachable you can, you can serve under any type of leader mm-hmm. if you are teachable yes. because you can learn, learn how to work with them, learn how not to be like them when you become a leader, right. <laughs> um, learn yeah. the good, learn the bad, learn the ugly, the whole bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, first Timothy verse chapter two, verse one, we're, we're admonished once again, I urge you first of all to pray for all people, ask God to help uh, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings 
and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Now, this was Mm. Paul writing to Mm. Timothy when Nero was in rule, and he was killing people left and right. It just sounds all flowery and so easy. Mm -hmm. Oh, just pray for all those in authority over you. And people look at the world today and going, oh, it's so bad. This is the worst our world's ever been. No, it's not. Right. Yeah. We can't even begin to imagine how <laughs> just, horrible just re- it was. Just read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, how horrible it was. It's not as bad as it's been. Um, back in the early church. But anyway, that, that's a, that's another time. But, but they were admonished mm-hmm. to love and to pray for those in authority. And when you are rightly related and rightly positioned then God can move on your behalf. Mm-hmm. He may not change that leader or anything around you, but he'll bring peace to your heart and yeah. to your home and what concerns you. That's good. And so now collaboration between the leader and say, just for lack lack of a better demonstration, I mean, you've got the manager and then you got the employee, right? So the employee is seeing something that the manager is doing that's causing the job to work harder, not smarter. But the employee knows of a way how he can, you know, do the job, but Mm -hmm. a little bit smarter. But the manager wants him to do it this way. How does the employee go about the collaborating effort, you know, not necessarily to try and prove that he's got a better idea, but to open himself up to to work, you know, hand in hand with the manager, you know, and, you know, how how, how, do you you walk about that? How would you do that? How would I do that? That's a great question. You're flipping that on me. Well, it's a or, great or question. Or better way to say it, how do you how do, do that? I, but I mean, I've since, seen you. Since you serve us. I've what? seen you before, <laughs> even before work? us. But I mean, I've right. seen you yeah. do that, um, exhibit that. It's a great question. But I think you're fully qualified yeah, to yeah, answer it. So. Well, let, me, let me take a crack <laughs> Back at it. Back at you. Um, <laughs> from what I've seen, and I've been blessed to work under <clears throat> some amazing people. Uh, and so for me... From what I've seen, he's giving a disclosure. Uh, I haven't worked under anybody hard. (laughs) 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 So easy. Yeah. But um, just whenever I have noticed a time whenever, you know, something we've been working on it and just maybe something isn't clicking or maybe the leader that I'm currently serving under is like, all right, let's do this. But then like I'll work with other guys because I've had opportunities where I'm asked to do something or I'm with a group of other people mm-hmm. and whoever's in leadership has asked us as a group mm-hmm. to tackle this situation and to do it this way. And nine times out of 10, there's like one or two people in the group that are like, well, why don't we just like do it this way? Because mm-hmm. I mean, this is better, obviously. In some of those options or some of those opportunities, I just look at them and I'm like, well, they know this maybe a little bit better than we do because look at the position that they're in. And so maybe we should just trust what they're telling us to do and go about doing that. Mm -hmm. And then later on, I'll go back to whoever's in that leadership position after we've done it the way that they've said how to do it and go back and be like, all right, so we did that. And I noticed as we were doing this that maybe if we switched this around or did this, maybe we could get this done in half the time. Did you do it in front of the whole group or did you go one-on-one? Go Mm one-on-one because not only does that show integrity, but that shows how much you honor and respect them. Mm -hmm. And that will really 
that shows character and your leaders will see that in you. And what you all were talking about earlier, when you exalt your leader, no matter what kind of a person they are, no matter how they treat you, because I think it's the office, because I think a lot of times, the person. Yeah. And a lot of times it's easy for the employees or the volunteers, whoever's working under leadership to lose sight of the fact of the pressure that's really on the shoulders of their leader. Mm -hmm. Cause because sometimes the leader may have a bunch of things going on in a bunch of different part, uh, departments that they're responsible for. And like when you're an employee and you're working in say just one area and you've got a leader who's maybe short a couple hands or maybe they're in charge of scheduling people and they've got a bunch of things going on, it's important that you always have to keep that in perspective of be like, okay, sometimes if they're asking me to do something and maybe they may come at me with an attitude or something, I don't need to judge that right off the bat and be like, oh, well, they just don't like me. Mm. It kind of goes back to our last podcast episode. Well, maybe they're just taking something out on me when they've been dealing with something else. Mm -hmm. And so it's also important that as you, a, a part of you submitting to authority is you're making their job easier by just saying, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. And then going back to them later, if you do have an idea and be like, we can try this. Let's mm -hmm. give this a shot because mm -hmm. yeah, you are honoring them and respecting them. And that'll show you yeah. to be trustworthy for further projects in the future right. that they could eventually hand those off to you full force. And then you can do it mm -hmm. the way that you know how to do it. And Becca, I've seen you and I've, uh, you've just so beautifully exhibited a leadership role in the past five years, working with <coughs> volunteers of all ages and, and, yeah. and of all backgrounds and cultures, that you were just that kind of leader, that you were that servant leader. And you served by example. Yeah, and you um, you how would you, what would you say to the person who, is um, being led by somebody who's maybe disrespecting the big boss, you know, or you know they're talking against the the man, the you know the the, the owner between the, the like yeah. the manager in between the employee and the what and do you the, do with something mm -hmm. like that? The CEO. Um, I mean that's definitely happened. Mm -hmm. um, on the road. For me, it was easy to distract them from that. So if they were the talkers and wanted to badmouth my authority or the organization in itself, um, a lot of it was realizing I'm not the one to judge them, but I'm not going to give into it. Because mm. then if I start, you know, bringing up, well, that is true you know they do have that flaw or whatever mm. then no then I'm held accountable for mm -hmm. that and so it was That's a lot good. of um and most of the time I didn't agree anyways with most of it um but now where I'm working I work um in the world right now I mean I work in ministry but then I have a part-time secular job a secular job and um what's helped me is realizing that Part of that is my ministry, going in a place like that. Oh, exactly. And I know it's not just for the people I'm serving, serving, um, but it's just every person I come in contact with. And a scripture that we would quote growing up that our parents, um, we used to, in the car on the way to 
work in Texas because our commute was so long on the highway. We would quote all these different scriptures and to get him to get him in our mind. Anything in Texas, it's a long commute, even if it's <laughs> well, only. If, if anyone's been on the I thirty five corridor in Austin, Texas, they know exactly yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what Austin, we're talking Texas, about. That's where we learned time. our family <laughs> confessions and a bunch of scriptures. We read through the Bible on yeah. the way to work. Yeah, so our a lot of studying done on mm-hmm. the way. Man. So our what our first scripture we used to say. Do you guys remember what it was? Colossians 3.23. And it was, Whatever you do. do work as heartily, heartily unto as the, the Lord and, and not to men. men. And that is the answer. That's because, right. um, you know, I've worked under people that weren't only like not on the same page as me, but also um, maybe they were gay or lesbian and were very open with it. And you just, um, mm-hmm. you realized you are my authority and... I'm here for a reason. You never butt heads, but you're a constant encourager. Mm -hmm. And when they do ask questions, you're open to them, Mm -hmm. you know, but if they are getting into a nasty conversation or something, I'll I'll just leave the room, you know, and just do different things to keep myself pure because I don't want to, you know, think about those things. But that's truly um, kept me on the right path is realizing I'm working for the Lord and I don't have to be here because... But I'm going to be here because it's where I'm supposed to be, like where mm-hmm. he's called me. And so I don't care if someone's having a bad attitude today or if my boss is being tough with me, which honestly hasn't happened unless I've done something wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But always quick to go back and apologize. Well, but and sometimes it does happen even when you've done nothing wrong. Right. Yes. And that other person has issues that they're dealing with mm-hmm. and they just happen to be your superior and you have to filter mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. attitude right you know yeah. towards you and when it comes to that it's like what we said in the last podcast for me it's listening to the big picture and understanding where the irritation's coming from and then picking out the things that you could argue about picking out the, oh well that's not true and that's not true about me you know mm-hmm. but um pick you know you realize the big picture and mm-hmm. apologize for that because if you did contribute to it, then you're in part. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Holy Spirit is so sweet to show you where you missed it, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't do it in front of a whole group. Generally, we do it in front of the whole group, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit will speak directly to us. And sometimes, if we're not listening to Him speak to us. He'll speak to another person mm-hmm. to us, right? And right. then we have to. But if but if, but if we'll listen to him first, yeah. um, I used to t- teach children, and I used to tell them what self discipline means. I said it. Be, I said you didn't discipline yourself mm-hmm. to not do the wrong act. So now yeah. we have to discipline you. Mm-hmm. You know, as the authority, the school, the leadership, right. whatever. Right. But I would say, but that's why you're learning self-discipline so that you will stop yourself before you encroach on that wrong behavior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the Holy Spirit is so beautiful to be able to, because you know when you've said something or did something cross or wrong. And so it just doesn't feel good on the inside. But you also know when you've made it right. Right. Because you get that, you, that peace mm-hmm. comes back. The, the, the angst is gone. And again, like dad said, stick with it. If you're called to that place, it doesn't matter what 
you know, you deal yeah. with or comes against you. I have a coworker that recently um, we had a new manager come over us, all of us. And I mean, they weren't a favorite. It was obvious. But um, my one coworker was just like almost thinking about, you know, quitting. He was, mm-hmm. he was just done. And I remember talking to him about it because um, I realized it was that person that mm-hmm. he was very irritated with because they just came in kind of, what was that one? A Tarzan that would come in quick and was just wanted to change a bunch of normal things. And mm-hmm. he had been there so much longer than Tarzan. them. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, it was just really hard. And so we talked about it. We <laughs> Don't were, tempt me. Sorry. We were talking about it yeah. one time and um, it came out about why are we letting this one person bother us when we work with amazing people mm-hmm. and we love what we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, why are we letting this one, don't let this one thorn, you mm-hmm. know, come and just mess up your whole. Well, so, so, uh, you know, it, it is, it's that way with everybody where, where when something hurts, that tends to be the focus. Mm-hmm. When something hurts in our body, you know, the rest of our body comes to its aid. Mm-hmm. You know, you hit your finger with a hammer, your other hand jumps right over there and, and catches it, and your whole body, you know, channels <laughs> uh, compassion toward the thumb, right? Yeah. But, I, you know, you're going to have things like that happen. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that Christians, I think, I'm seeing some that are beginning to make the decision and deciding to play hurt. You know, probably every player in the NFL plays hurt. They've got some kind of sprain, some kind of stretch, some kind of strain, some kind of something or paper cut, if nothing else, that they are dealing with (laughs) in the midst of, of fighting to win the game. Well, when you're fighting to win the game of life, you know, Mm -hmm. you you need to push through Mm-hmm. get past the hurt and not look at what hurts look at everything else that's working correctly mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah okay you know i've served under under leaders that were mm-hmm. you know that made some decisions that made my one eyebrow go up and you just kind of look at them and go oh huh? you know mm-hmm. what's going on why are we doing why are they deciding to do this mm-hmm. you know and i had to get my heart right yeah right I had to bring myself back and, again, filter that through that, okay, is this a principle or is this a, is this a preference? Did he ask me to rob a bank, do something contrary to the Word of God? Isn't there a scripture that <laughs> says, know? touch not my anointed? And touch not mm. mine anointed. That's, yes. that's a very serious word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so many people feel that they can just go right to their, they can, instead of running to the throne, run to the phone. Yeah, and call all their <laughs> all their friends and text everybody and po- and post on social media everything that's wrong mm-hmm. about this new boss, this new. Well, mm-hmm. why not on the flip side? Why not allow God to use that opportunity mm-hmm. to develop in you what He wants to develop? Because yes, if exactly. you'll if you'll yeah. step up and you'll pass that test, mm-hmm. God will give you greater. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't be surprised if um, there's someone else in your life that comes in that you don't get along with. I mean, it's just another growing step. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you're refined by fire, mm-hmm. the dross doesn't get burnt off. Right. You know, the chaff mm-hmm. doesn't get burnt off. And, and you take all that gunk with you. But 
uh, stick it out. Becca was talking about just stay with it. And what's interesting is thorns leave eventually. And so like that one person was weeded out mm-hmm. very quickly. Um, and you, so if he would have left, he would have lost an amazing job. Yeah. Right. And so it was just, it all happened so quick. Mm-hmm. And so stick with it. Most of the time, if that's no where reason. God has you, right. stick it's interesting. it out and things will get better. It's mm-hmm. interesting that when they refine gold, and they heat it up to a certain heating level that all the impurities float to the top Mm -hmm. and then they scoop the impurities off it's interesting that when you're heated things get heated impurities come to the top Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why just so you'll explode so that you can explode and feel better so that you can you know let those curse words fly or let you know things uh, mm. so that you can react no it's so that god so that you can realize wait a minute I was about to let loose on that person. Mm-hmm. I mean, my anger level had come to this. Yeah. Lord, you said to be angry and sin not. Mm-hmm. I'm scooping that off the top. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thank you, Lord, that you're purifying the gold in, mm-hmm. inside of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're all going to have these opportunities. But yeah. if we don't begin to pass tests, we'll never get to the promised land. All the children mm-hmm. of Israel didn't yeah. pass the faith test in in the wilderness mm-hmm. and so everybody 40 and 40 and over 20 what was it 20 and over uh-huh. didn't get to go mm-hmm. into the promised land mm-hmm. they didn't pass the test right but you and i have an opportunity you have an opportunity right where you're at if you're listening to this podcast it doesn't matter where you work what your job is i can tell you firsthand i have worked in Many different situations. Taco Tico <laughs> was my first job. <laughs> but I've had many opportunities to allow Honey, the Holy Spirit. Bring the hat home. <laughs> I don't think you want that. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nasty. But, but I, you know, but I look now at where God has brought us to. And I was just talking with a friend of mine who came to visit about, about a couple of weeks ago. And he was asking me about the past, asking me about, you know, when we traveled on the road. Well, how was it, man? Wasn't that just the amazing? He said, I bet you didn't have a single hard thing happen on the road. And I just looked at him and I went, I I went through some of the most difficult development stages in my personal life. Oh, yeah. uh, Spiritually. But it has brought me. But it was the most amazing five years of our lives. Yes, because we decided together, you and I, Mm -hmm. to allow God Mm -hmm. to develop it in us instead of get bitter or resentful over Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And and was it hurtful? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I found out I could play hurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I found out I could put a smile on my face Mm -hmm. and determine I'm going to believe the best in people. Exactly. So the bottom line is if you ever want to be in a position to lead, you've got to put yourself in a position to submit. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check out more episodes of The Conversation on SoundCloud and on iTunes. A new episode premieres every Monday, so be sure to check that out. Thanks again for listening.